real news. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Welcome back everyone to Real News Uncensored. Uh, we've been unfortunately having to do another uncensored version because of our predicament. Um, Hi, uh, this is Dictator Phil, uh, as you may or may not know. And uh, so we, we've been on the spring break and so we had a little time off and you guys might might have uh well i was hoping that things would get better you know while the time and and you know for for us personally things have gotten better we got to do a lot of cool stuff you know on on our own individual lives but outside of our individual bubbles eh, things have just gotten progressively worse uh would you all agree yeah 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 pretty much (laughs) pretty much um (laughs) Where where do we where do we even start? This has been crazy. Like the whole thing has been crazy. Yeah, yeah. To uh, to be more specific, basically, the 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 date for me to be go back on air has passed. Where I would my suspension has been lifted, but I technically can't still can't go back on now because my show needs to be approved. And I'm not gonna say any bad or good things because I don't know all the info. I'm gonna be very fair. And honest and real with people like I always uh, am. But I've had poor communication with the staff at the station and haven't gotten through. I got through a little bit to the point where they would schedule a vote. It sounds like they're going to do it from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for word back. I've asked multiple times for updates. Haven't gotten anything. And that's just I'm – just, I'm not saying this as a complaint. I'm just saying this as a fact. This is what's happened. And – I'm gonna keep talking to them, see what happens. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna go back on air, no matter what it takes. We're gonna go back on because my membership has been um, reactivated. My swipe access to the station will be given back soon, is what I've been told. And my show should, may or may not come back, but if not, we'll we'll deal with that. We'll find we're, a way. We're going to reserve judgment right now. Yes, yes. Okay. So for right now, we we'll do this week. I'm like we're gonna entertain. That. We're just gonna entertain you the way that we have for the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And we'll see what what happens the rest of the week <laughs> after that. We'll yeah. Just, I got my Frappuccino here. That's not an advertisement. Just saying I got my Frappuccino. I'm telling you. You've got your Red Bull. We're not on air. You can advertise here. Oh, yeah, I know. But I don't want to advertise for Starcucks. They're racist, remember? Yeah, that's true. I don't want to. And you got the girliest drink out of there. It's like buying an Apple TV in the bar. Hey, I don't buy girly drinks. Except the Frappuccino. What, What flavor of a Frappe did you get? Coffee. You just got the regular Frappuccino? Yeah. I'm a simple man with simple tastes. I didn't know they even offer that. Like, does it taste good? Yeah, that's why I keep drinking it. It's one of the few things I actually like that's coffee related. Uh, my outside when I just passed my uh, girly the other second, she was mocking me because she had like a massive like Starbucks like coffee. I forget what it was. She already drank through the whole thing, and I'm slowly sipping my frap away. This is school. It's school, yeah. of course. <laughs> People are going to be sucking down coffees and Red Bulls like crazy. Yeah. We got, we got, we got well, stuff see, to do. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm best, sorry. If you want the best frozen coffee, you have to go to, uh, like, what was it, the Chick-fil-A. Those people, mm, their frozen coffee, 
the frosty coffee it's like a milkshake i love that oh really it's like oh yeah i'll have to try that out because i do like i like cold drinks i think that's why i like this but you'll get used to that you'll get used to the hot one day because I, I i do love that when i go into work and have that nice and it, we have disgusting coffee at work like it's one of those um like strange syrupy mixtures it's like in like it's not instant coffee but it kind of is it's like this little syrup thing and they put in a machine that looks like a like the thing that you put the milk in if you ever worked at a like a milkshake place it's the same exact concept except for without the ice cream like right. how they have the milk dispensers in there and you just kind of like yeah what they have the dining halls but instead of you know okay. milk you get like coffee and it, they shoot it with like hot water and i guess they mix it somewhere like it'll shoot the hot water and the syrup into it and it'll mix in whatever proportions and it tastes like ass it's like the vlad of coffees but <laughs> that's the job like vlad i'll let you speak for that because I, I don't know anything about vlad but uh yeah i i i enjoy this coffee because it gets my energy because i'm exhausted today so, and i wanted to give you guys an entertaining program i didn't want to give you guys the jeb bush show i wanted to give you guys the high Ouch, energy you, show you went low blow with the jeb bush there <laughs> oh i always do fucking jeb I, I i wreck him every day he deserves so it today what's going on <laughs> well i've been having to deal some blows to other people so it's been a it's been an interesting week to say at least I mean, i'll keep personal stuff personal but metaphorical blows you're not actually blowing them. <laughs> yeah an eye for an eye dickhead <laughs> <laughs> oh god no it's it's just been crazy but but did you hear like jeb bush was already weighing in on 2020 oh, oh let's go let's go <laughs> no i don't Can think he was shit up like that like... that ain't cool <laughs> no, he wasn't gonna join in but he said that he was Darn. hoping a Republican can go against Trump in tw like in the primary. So no. like, are you going to fucking do this again, Jeb? Yeah, I'd love to see that. Like, I think everyone would love to go and see you try again. It's like, stop, just yeah. stop. Just, just look. You had, you had an awesome run. You know, just chill the <laughs> fuck out, right? Like, you already ran else. the worst campaign ever. Do should I be posing? Well, did you see that? Shit. What Did you that? see that picture of him on Twitter? Like he posted a picture of this gunny bot, and he was like, "Oh, cool, I'm conservative," but people thought he was gonna kill himself. <laughs> oh my oh, god! They had a genre on YouTube. They might still be there called Jebcore, and it was like all these depressing songs and like pictures of the Jeb Bush campaign, and, and it was like they messed with the words. Like if you know the. Uh, who was that guy? The the country singer guy who did the Ring of Fire. Uh, gosh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Johnny Cash. They had the one where he did the Nine Inch Nails cover, and then they replaced right. the words with that with like stuff about Jeb Bush's campaign. <laughs> and it sounded pretty good, you know. Yeah. That's. Uh, what was I saying? You you went. I got off track for a second. In my mind. Um, we go we go off track a lot. So it's yeah, I know. Like, it's just my mind is goofy. It's nothing new. Oh yeah, um, well, I was gonna say it's like Jeb already ran the the probably the worst presidential campaign of all time. Like, does he really want to try and top that, make it even worse? I don't know if it's possible, but I did think it was funny when Trump bought. No, it, Jeb Jeb Bush will make himself the proverbial "hold my beer" guy. <laughs> He's like, you can't do any worse. Hold my beer, goddamn it! Let's go. What, yeah. what does he even do now? I don't think he's governor of Florida anymore. Nah, he's just nah. looking for a job. I think I remember they were showing on like I think it was on like one on one of the award shows. He was they jokingly had him driving a fucking Uber, 
I was like, I could see it. <laughs> he's, like, probably, I, he's probably asking W for allowance money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, do you ever see his wife? Like, Jeb's wife is just like, mm. no. like you were one of the most. You're like, you know, Jeb Bush. You, know, you say what you will, but you're from like a hugely successful family. You're governor of Florida, yeah. and then you know the wife is just like, not not governor, not not what I'd go and pick. You know, not the cream of the crop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doesn't have high standards. Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe it was like an arranged marriage because I don't think he actually knows how to talk to people. Uh, like yeah, normal. I could see it. You guys think I'm he's bad. Probably, he's probably just like probably back, you know, HW was hey. like, okay, you know, George, we think you have good potential. We'll get you a good wife. Uh, here we go. The other one, then up oh, there's Jeb. Okay, we found this girl off of Craigslist. <laughs> oh my God. She's like fucking half his height. Yeah, probably found her like, like, like who was it? Um, what was it? John McAfee's wife was a literal prostitute. Yeah. So, he probably looks better. I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> hey, yeah. That, that John McAfee guy, I I would have, like... He's fucking nuts. Like, he's, he's genuinely awesome, crazy. He's the only one who gives a shit about cybersecurity. And he's just, like... His, his ads, <laughs> like, if Trump wasn't in there and he actually ran, I would vote for John McAfee. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't vote for libertarians. Dude, he was cool. He, like, had the... Uh, what was... He was, like, saying, fuck you, McAfee software... He was making fun of like the, the, the company's like trademark VC's YouTube page. And he was like talking like he had like guns and shit. He's pretty <laughs> cool. He's a cool guy with a gun, not like Jeb where you think he's gonna be the next like you know, shooter. <laughs> well, speaking of shootings, um terrible segue. <laughs> um, well, I I didn't expect this to be that big of a deal and I heard the initial reports, but there was a shooting in New Zealand, um in uh i think two mosques uh i'm not going to give away the body count you can all see that i don't think we should be making you know giving the shooter more um of what he wanted but there are know, a lot it's of people not like it's not like the mainstream media isn't giving him enough of glory yeah exactly that's why i really want to talk about this because you know there's a lot of people killed and this was a guy that put out a manifesto before he did his thing did it and he live streamed it with a GoPro on his chest. Pretty fucked up shit. And he his political affiliation, because this is obviously a, a, you know an act of terrorism, is something the mainstream media has been reporting inaccurately because either they're lazy, stupid, or intentionally trying to mislead us. Because he said that he wanted quote no part unquote of conservatism. He identified as quote an eco fascist. Uh, unquote. Probably an Antifa member. No, no. Like he wanted a white ethno state. He didn't like Trump, and he's even. I mean, maybe he could be controlled opposition. You could argue. I don't know, but he. I'm just going off of what he told us because he said he would use firearms to quote gain extra media coverage unquote. And before, well, he's right because guess what? He gained he extra media coverage. If he blew up something with like a, a truck bomb, do you think he would still be talking about this today? Well, exactly. And what did the Australian or sorry, New Zealand Prime Minister say after this? We're gonna ban semi-automatic guns. Yeah. Or well, was it rifles or guns uh, in general? Semi. I, I I heard semi-automatic. I'm not sure if it was. I'll look it up. Weapons or rifle, whatever. Uh, it's I don't know, I like that that, that when I saw the the reasoning behind 
apparently this guy. They said semi-automatic weapons. Uh, well, Shit. yeah. Um, the reasoning behind this guy's attack apparently was he wanted to sow so more division. division. Yep. Yeah, acceleration. With, yeah, yeah. And I, and you my like my opinion was like, well, shit. The media, mainstream media, has already beat you to that point. Yeah. Good luck there. Well, because well, see, the media is fueling his fire. He admits, like, he admits the first thing he wanted to go do is get attention. So, like, yep. he wanted to do acceleration, and that's exactly what they're giving to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because why are we talking about this in America? This has nothing to do with yeah. America. This is another yeah. country. Like, why is this even a thing? We have shootings over here all the time. You know. They just want to have more stuff to go and throw down our face to go make us do stuff when it's not even in our country. Yeah. Well, the problem is also is like he he as crazy as this guy is, he made some plays that were I don't want to say smart, but were strategic in the sense that he got what he wanted. For example, Mm -hmm. he said Candace Owens was his inspiration. Mm. Even though this guy is basically an alt right fascist. Yeah, this dude this dude wants white superiority. Yeah, and yet he's like, "Hey, this, this African American conservative is my <laughs> Woman. inspiration." Yeah, like, what? What are you talking about? He's doing that so that now the media is going to go, "Oh, Candace Owens is leading to yeah. the rise of white supremacy." This is <laughs> Trump's America, twenty nineteen. You know, and then I mean, it sounds fucking dumb to us, but to fucking dumb fucks out there. They're like eating this shit up and believing the NPC There's audience. There's a lot of idiots in this uh, yeah. around here. Yeah, and that's exactly what he wanted to do was them to say this shit. Cause he knows that, and he's like a fucking four chainer gone fucking, you uh, know, was, too real. Like, have you been like, if you've been paying attention to the chans lately, they've been talking about this theory called acceleration, because some like some of them, not all the people on you know four chain or eight chain or even poll, mm-hmm. they want to get like. There's a a portion of people on there who want to go and make things so bad that people will finally quote unquote wake up. Yeah. And one, one way they've been trying to do this is through the Yang gang because oh, you know, the, the Yang guy, that's why they're throwing some support to him because they want to go make things so bad in America that people will rise up and uh, stop things. That's autistic. Well, because in their minds, you know, they vote like some of them, they originally voted for Trump. But then they got upset that nothing was happening, so they want to go the completely opposite way and have the people rise up. I mean, it, from that's dumb. That makes no sense. Well, here's well, here's where they're you know where they're getting their idea from. You know, if you give it's like the frog in the kettle, you know, conspiracy thing. If you put a frog in a kettle and you slowly heat it up, it'll like be you know it'll just by the time it realizes it's in the kettle, it won't it'll be so far cooked you won't be able to do anything. If you go and just turn the heat up in the kettle, the frog will jump out. And that's what they're trying to go and do. They want to go and turn the heat up so much that, you know, the people, the frog in the kettle will jump out. And that's why they're voting for Yang Gang. And that's probably why this guy thought this was a good idea, even though it's not. And I yeah, think it's what happened. <laughs> I think accelerationism is ultimately dangerous. Yeah. But, you know. Yang Gang sounds like an Asian porn. <laughs> <laughs> you would uh, make that connection there. <laughs> no, I know. Yang Gang, I think it's a funny meme and all that, but the guy's never going to get elected. The DNC won't allow it, and he doesn't have the charisma, and he's very dry. Like That goes back to the charisma thing, but he's pretty dry. And it's... Well, yeah, but he's offering $1,000 a month to everyone. 
I hey, know. Hey, hey. Men sound Sudama hey. <laughs> Not everybody can be Jazz Hands Beto O'Rourke, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so funny. I'm running for president. Like, oh, come on. Okay, I want to mention something that I thought of immediately when Trump said this. And because Scott M said the same thing right after. Um, Beto O'Rourke just announced his 2020 run. That was another uh, big story this week. And he put out a video. And the thing, the when they asked Trump about it, he said to the media, he said, quote, I think he's got a lot of hand movement. I started <laughs> laughing. Even the people in the room started laughing. And he said, I've never seen so much hand movement. Is he crazy or is that just the way he acts? And the best part about when Trump says this stuff, because he is so good at this, at this persuasion game, this whatever you want to call it. First of all, he points to a visual. And then he makes you go, wait, does Beto have crazy hand movement? Mm -hmm. And so what do you do? You watch his hands. And what did I do? I watched his hands, and I couldn't stop watching them. <laughs> and I was like, he's right. He does this with a lot of things, Trump. He'll make you think, yeah. is such and such happening? And then now you can't not see it. That's and what's now called got, And now I'm trying to find way, like other names to call him. I, oh, I no. tried to find. I tried to find. I tried to call him one time. I was like, wait, wacky, waveable, arm flailing, Beto <laughs> O'Rourke. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he just mocks him so effectively because then it makes Beto look silly. He's and called Beta Beta. That's like the that's pretty much in the name. That's why I was calling him the president. Well, the problem is the term Beta is not it's not a good persuasion term because it has no visual and it has no um, you know uh, it's not a word that everybody really understands. Like I think Alpha is what people understand, Mark. I didn't know what Beta meant to literally last year. And most people never use that term except people like us. So, like, for example, Trump used the term um, for Jeb. He used low-energy Jeb. Very effective uh, branding on his part because low-energy is, one, a term that hasn't been used in politics before. Two, you know, because that gives it uniqueness. Two, it's visual. You can imagine low-energy. Somebody's tired and mm -hmm. sleepy. And, that's what, and three, that's what Jeb was like, low-energy. So every time you see Jeb, you think low-energy. And he would use it all the time, and it creates that confirmation bias. Every time Jeb does something that's a little, you know, a little tiresome and non-energetic, you go low energy. And that's what, gonna, that's what happened with Beta. Uh, every time you see him, now you see his fucking hand movements. I don't know what nickname Trump's going to give him. You might call him, like, crazy hands or uh, wavy hands. I don't know. I, I, I Jazz hands is an awesome one. Yeah, I, I don't know what he will do. I because that's something you got to think about. Because finding the creative insults takes a lot. How about, Bailey? How about lot. Bailey O'Rourke for my? Anybody who's into pro wrestling. So ba <laughs> Bailey's this chick, and she comes out to the ring, and WWE is probably going to sue me, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but she comes out, and she comes out with these wacky, waveable, arm-flailing tube men. That's like part of her entrance. So that's why I would call her him Bailey O'Rourke. So it would be like because of the arms. Yeah. yeah, I honestly okay, think... corny. Okay, <laughs> all right. Hey, hey I, 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 I'll give you that one. I'm trying. I, I just can't relate. I'm freaking trying right now over here. All right. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate a little bit of support. This is what happens. I'm throwing when we myself get out there. Okay. See, no. I know this is what happens when we get suspended. We get depressed and we have to like cave. Well, now I mean, we just start getting inventive weirdly Creative. inventive i guess yeah yeah, weirdly yeah. we go to some interesting rabbit holes you know. but speaking of beta i think he has no chance of winning because oh some new things came out aren't you gonna talk about that okay 
Well, we'll talk. Yeah, I'll let you do that in a second. Okay. I'm going to finish my thought here. Um, but yeah, I, Kamala, I'm going to go on record. I've said this multiple times. I'll say it again. Kamala Harris is already nominee. Donors have already backed her, and the mainstream media has already backed her. So she's set. She's got it. Now they just have to brainwash the public into liking her. Uh, but Beta, he has charisma. But the problem with him is he's a straight white male. And the Democratic Party doesn't want that right now. And, you know, I know you're going to say, oh, that's, but that's sexist and that's uh, racist. And yeah, it is. Their voters shouldn't be deciding based on identity, but they are. It's proven that way. In the midterms, they're all voting women in. You know, they're, they become the party of women now. They've been going hard to get the women vote. They wore, all the women were white at the State of the Union. This, or do you wonder, do you wonder why he's being called Beto? Uh, I was it that thing you sent me? Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's trying to get the Hispanic. He's trying to get the Hispanic vote. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, I know. I thought that too because I didn't. I was like, what kind of name is fucking Beto? And I looked it up, and that wasn't his real name. It was oh, some Spanish. That's what he is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it turns out some like you know Spanish uh, nickname. And I was like, oh, makes sense. Pocahontas and El Chapo over here. (laughs) El El Chapo. Oh, Chaco, because he's white like chalk. Yeah. Uh, but what were you going to say? He has some breaking news there? Oh, yeah. So did you hear about his uh, writings that he that were recently unearthed about, I, like, his murder fantasy? I saw you sent that to me, but I didn't get a chance to read it. He's basically, like, writing these, like, really creepy-ass novels about, like, murdering kids or something. Holy shit. Like, it, was, it wasn't true, but it was, it was like... Um, oh, wait, so he didn't do this? He didn't kill kids, oh, but he shit. wrote the stories about it. Well, you know what he did do? He fucking what? was in a drunk driving accident. Well, he almost he killed was, he's somebody. From, he's from Texas. You know, the Bushes did it. <laughs> it was pretty common over there. Oh, they did too? Oh, George did. He got like three. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he got like a C in Harvard, but he still graduated. Yeah, I do. I met my uh, mother always reminds me of that. Yeah, but I think Beto. Um, let me see if I can find Wikipedia. Yeah, but I thought it was something like he literally almost killed a person. He either hit them or something. I forget. I don't want to spread fake news. But also, I want to mention something else about his campaign that is dreadfully awful. It is probably one of the worst campaign uh, moves you will ever see. If you look at his website, his slogan. His or his logo, I meant his merchandise, his signs. What is the color scheme? Black and white. That is the dumbest thing you could ever do for a marketing campaign. Look at Trump's campaign. Look at Trump's logos. Look at Trump's hats. Look at all the Trump stuff. Look at uh, even the Obama stuff. Look at the Obama logo. What colors do all these use? Red, white, and blue. It's a very simple reason why. These are American colors. You want to look patriotic, and it does some priming uh, in you, and it does some maybe subliminal effects on you, of, you know, inspiring patriotism, getting you to vote more, and blah, 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 blah. I can't believe Beta made the most rookie, dumbest campaign move ever by using two colors, black and white, which one of those colors, black, what do we associate black with? We associate with darkness, evil, and death. Like you don't wear white when you go to. 
good thing I didn't say this on uh, on air. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, you don't go to a funeral wearing white. You wear black. So he's associating his campaign with a negative color or a color that we use for darkness generally. And then white, you know, I mean, that's one of the American colors, but it's only one of them. It's not all the, all three. So it's like I can already tell that his team is terrible with marketing. And Bernie's is too because his fucking slogan was – I'm already forgetting. I think it was. Oh, it's not me, us. Stupidest fucking slogan in the world. He literally oh, says, shit. "Not me." <laughs> oh shit, dude! I I just found some more breaking news about uh, his writings. Oh, Apparently, boy. he one of his writings was about like running over children with his car. So what? This is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he already has experience with running over people. Yeah. Maybe that's because of this, or vice versa. And then he also made a song Versa. with the lyrics. What was this? Wax my ass, grub my balls <laughs> in, in a punk in 1988. This sounds like something from fucking South Park. Oh, yeah, he was in a punk rock band. I'll give him that. That's cool. The, the being yeah. in the band, not the song necessarily. Beto O'Rourke. He'll run over the competition. <laughs> <laughs> Make them scrub his balls. Yeah, he'll kick them in the ass. <laughs> mm. He'll beat that's you not with, help with the Hispanic bit, though. No, punk rock punk rock's a pretty, you know, white genre. Like not Hispanic really. Yeah. Well, that leads more credence to the fact that he's not actually Hispanic even though he wants people to believe it. Well yeah, that, that's a good point you bring up. I think that will kill his authenticity is using the name Beto. Because I mean the one thing that helps it makes it unique, because not many people have a name fucking Beto. But the problem then is that it looks like pandering and inauthentic because now he's trying to pander to Hispanics, but he's not really you know, Hispanic <laughs> in any way. But yeah, well, like what's with Democrats and faking their ethnicities? <laughs> but because the Democratic, the whole, the Democratic ideology as a whole is fake. Everything they stand for is freaking fake. Like you have no, like, like everything, everything you look at, uh, and all of these people that have come before you, right? are just mm. not authentic people. They're just not. Like I it's like, oh, you're going to these are these are rich they, these people that are anti-immigrant, like these people that are like, oh, open borders, all that stuff. They live in gated communities. It's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Come Full on. Shit. I I that's stuff that bothers me. I remember I just saw a video recently of Charlie Kirk. He was at some sort of event. And he started, like, getting really angry at fucking Chank. And I think Charlie, you could argue, overreacted a bit. Because he was like, he's like, I, I, um, uh, you know, practice what I preach, Chank. I live, uh, you know, uh, or I forget what he was saying, but he was getting really fucking angry at Chank. But at the same time, I understand where he's coming from, where these liberals tend, tend to be inauthentic and not live by their principles and they're full of shit. Whereas people on the right tend to literally um, uh, practice what they preach. And that's what he was saying to Chank. And I I understand that anger. Especially when, like, like look, fucking me. I get caught, like, we got kicked off because of a quote-unquote racial slur. And I've said it before, but, like, I'm not saying this to pander. I am not a racist. No matter how many times I say that, though, people don't believe me. And I practice what I preach. I'm not a racist, and I do not racist things. But no, you still get called it. But if the left says they're not racist, but they're, hey, 
we still, you know, discriminate against Asians going into Harvard and discriminate against whites with affirmative action, but we're not racist, guys. Like, I may get a fucking way with it. They get a free pass. Except, you know, the right, of course, you know, resists them on that. But I, I always just can't stand that. I'm getting fucking ranty already. <laughs> for well, my question with Beta, what has he done? That's that's his big problem also. He has nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, he lost. He, that's what he, he did do. <laughs> he lost in Texas. Like, why even run mm. in Texas? I thought he was going to wait till next time, honestly. He should, unless he's thinking he can get support now, you know, more coverage, more celebrity status this time to then run next um, time around. What did he do since he ran? Didn't he go on like some soul searching journey and just kind of bummed around for a year? <laughs> Real? I don't know. He's about as useful as Flint tap water. <laughs> That's a good one. It's just like terrible. There's nothing because you haven't heard. And you bring up a good point. I was like, you haven't heard anything that this guy has done. That he just has, he's just likable. That's except for his DUI. Yeah, I know. That turned me off tremendously. But I would say though that I think he is genuine. I think he's a nice guy. But I think he's very, like, I think he's very, you know, flawed in his ideology. Obviously, but I love how in his campaign video we were watching at the meeting, and he said. You know, we we have a we all we have the problem in our country of immigration, and that's yep. the best problem we could ever have. I was like, <laughs> "What? Fucking what?" Yeah, you know what? They should make like like anytime, anytime anything bad happens to somebody with a you know at the hands of a undocumented immigrant. Mm-hmm. They should play that clip. It's like, yeah, yeah. They should play that clip to him. Like, look, hey, look, look. Uh, I know you got robbed or raped or murdered, or, or you know, your your family member but got hey. murdered. But look, according to Beto O'Rourke over here, he says that immigration is the best problem to have. I'm yeah, like, I mean, he said that. I was like, oh my fucking god. And Scott Am said that um, he's probably going to get mocked by both sides, and I think he's right. Because mm-hmm. the left is going to have a little fun with him in yeah. one way, and the right will too. Because it's stuff like that that just... Oh, I literally laughed when I heard it. I was like, what? Well, who else are they going to run? Like, who's their front runner? Like, Joe Biden? Like, No, their front runner is Kamala. Like what, I said, what's she doing? Uh, she's a... I, I think she was... Is she a senator? I forget. She's from California. But again, um, but here's the thing. I said before, like she checks all the right boxes for the current Democratic Party. She's a woman. She's um, a, you know, African American or at least half or something. Uh, she was a district attorney of San Francisco, Attorney General of California, and currently a United States Senator of California. But she checks all the boxes. She has likability. And, you know, like I said, she's got the donors and the mainstream media behind her already. So she's already a nominee. It's just a matter of, you know, time of brainwashing people to vote for her. And, and the well, Republicans no. tried to do that with Jeb. They, they tried to do the exact same thing, but the X factor of Trump came in. And the Democrats don't have that X factor yet. Oh, no, they got the Yang. And what's going to happen, <laughs> I hope. Now, here's, here's the perfect thing that will happen. You'll get another Bernie Sanders situation with Yang. Oh, and, and that's because you know she he is way like he's never going to win a primary. Oh, never. 
And, you know, with Yang and Bernie out there, it's going to make people fucking leave the Democrat Party and try to form some super socialist society, you know, and mm-hmm. um, it'll it'll just go and fuck over themselves because what you're going to get is the old school Democrats, you know, probably more like a Kamala Harris, you know, establishment versus like the socialists. And that's yes. going to divide up votes. Yeah, that's what the right needs to be talking about more is. What's going to happen to the the Democrats now? Because you have a civil war starting between the establishment moderates and the new anti-establishment socialists, your AOCs, your Betos, your uh, Bernie Sanders. Like, but it's kind of all started with Bernie and create AOC and Beto. I mean, Beto's more moderate, but he's he's got you know the universal health care, uh, free health care sort of um, thing going for him. So that is what people need to be focusing on. That's why I keep warning people that AOC, I get that the right thinks she's dumb, or I think her policies are dumb too, but she's the biggest threat to Republicans currently. Um, it's, it's 2024 is going to be the interesting year, and that's going to be... I think she's- she did some major FEC, SEC violations. So. She especially did, her, but I... Uh, um, especially with paying her boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the cuck boyfriend. And both both parties kind of hate her at the moment, so she might end uh, up not... That might actually stick, because the Democrats see what she's doing, and they're afraid. They are, but she's got strong support from the socialist wing, and I don't think the FCC stuff's going to matter at all. I think it's just oh, going to no. be somebody else in her campaign's going to get the shit for, like that uh, Indian guy, I forget his name, but they show him in all the pictures when they're talking about this that was, I think, her campaign manager. He'll probably get the hit for it. And he, he's, they're not going to get jail time. I mean, fucking... No, she's not going to get jail time, but whatever credibility she had, because she campaigned oh. that. Yeah, that's going to be completely fucked. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It'll be um, I think that's what she should be worrying about. So definitely something to keep an eye out for. But speaking of credibility getting fucked, <laughs> there was a college admission scandal that broke at the early end of this week where 50 people were indicted for paying collectively 25 million dollars to a you know college admission counselors who would then bribe um uh you know uh, uh, people in the college you know college officials to fudge the numbers cook the books or cheat for them so they had people cheating on sats and acts where they would change the grades or they'd even have people come in and do the test for them and they even had uh, some students getting designated as athletes they could get into some big schools. I think Yale was on the list, some other big schools. And some were going as far as to Photoshop their children on athlete photos to show that they were athletic. Uh, it was pretty <laughs> fucking bad. And some actors were a part of the scandal. An actress from Full House was a part of the scandal. And it's just, it's a pretty big deal, but it's, no, it's honestly not surprising. That's the bad part, to be honest, that we kind of expected that you get, you know, you, you give the college some money and then they're either nicer to you or they full-on fucking bribe people and cheat. But, uh, you know, as college kids here, we can definitely reflect on this uh, because it's hard getting into these schools and you have people gaining the system. And it's frustrating because you work your ass off and then some asshole with rich-ass parents can just buy their way in, even if they're dumb as fuck. It's extremely unfair. Well, my question with that, what are they charging the parents with? Uh, that's a good question. I'll look that up. 
because they paid the they the the college counselor guy that they would be the ones who it would be really stuck with something. Well, they were hit too. I think like parents and them were hit. Thirty three parents charged. Well, are the are schools government officials? I thought I thought teachers and admissions they were just kind of professors. I think it depends on the school. And like it's a like I mean I'm not saying what they're doing is right, but what are they really being charged with? Uh, let me let me see. I'll go to Wikipedia. You know the ACT and the SATs are private exams. They're private companies that run those. Right, so but it was that would be breach of contract if anything. Yeah. Um. Uh. One of the charges I see was okay. Two criminal charges for one was committing mail fraud and money laundering. Uh, okay, maybe they use that as a donation. Yeah, that's probably what they got it with. They just gave them the money. Yeah. So is Aunt Becky going to jail? <laughs> I doubt she'll do any time in jail. Yeah, you had Yale that was hit by this, uh, University of Texas at Austin, University of California, Berkeley, University of California in L.A., Stanford, Georgetown. Uh, yeah, the parents uh, were hit. Uh, admission fraud. I guess it was one of the charges. Testing fraud. I don't know admission if fraud? Is that even a crime for... I don't know, honestly. Like, I mean, that's something you could do. Like, I think that'd be more of contract violation because I didn't think, you know, private tests, like, you know, it's fucked up, but I didn't think that was a government of, like, a official thing. Like, it's the SAT and the ACT, they're not administered by the government. Like, cheat on the ASVAB, that's a government thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, the SAT and ACT, that's a private company. Mm -hmm. You know, college board and whoever the hell does ACT, that's a private company. Right. Uh, let's see. I can't believe I'm having to go on fake news CNN for this. Why? I, why couldn't they just? Why couldn't they just get their kids the old fa in the old fashioned way? Like, why couldn't you just create the Lori Loughlin uh, College of Liberal Arts at fucking Harvard or something like that via big donation to the school? Why couldn't you do that? Right? Because you want to get tax deduction. That's probably what what the big thing is. If you well, if you do that, you make the college of fucking bullshit. In your name, you donate a million dollars, and I think you can get in there. That's perfectly legal. I mean, it's looked down upon, but if it's a private university, you know, what can you do? They can do whatever the hell they want. But maybe, I don't know, they probably talk to these admissions. And I don't know what the admissions role in this was. They could have been like, oh, yeah, we'll get them in. They didn't say they were doing anything illegal. Well, but they might have. Some of the charges here against this one guy that was one of the big uh, plot masterminds that was, uh, you know, who told pros uh, ah, CNN site is annoying. Uh, oh. Stop CNN. Uh, Why are you even on CNN? I know. It's a shit site. <laughs> it's a fucking shit site, Bob. Trying to find these charges, these news sites aren't reporting it well. I, I got to look for an AP article. They do it best. Uh, they said, William Rick Singer... A plot to accuse Mastermind allegedly told prospective clients that he created a, quote, side door, unquote, for wealthy families to get their children into top colleges. He was paid a shit ton of money. He pled guilty Tuesday to racketeering conspiracy, money laundering conspiracy, and conspiracy to defraud the United States and obstruction of justice. Oh, and obstruction, yeah. So that's what he was hit with. They said the prosecutor also raised the possibility that students could be charged. 
At least one university has said that it will deny admission to applicants connected to the alleged scam. So yeah. Hmm. I think it. Uh, I, look, for some reason, I mean, I, I just I don't get the feel that it's that big of a fucking deal. I just I, I like it. Not, I, it is. It obviously it is. But in my heart of hearts, I just get that feeling that it's like, yeah, yeah. Like it's not the old like. Like you're tell are are you telling me that's like the only scandal that's going on in college, mm. or is that the worst? Penn State's scandal? had worse. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, we're yeah. Oh yeah, we're still living that one up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about fucking Penn State. We probably had the two worst scandals at any college in the past like fifteen years. So so did you hear? So did you hear hear Jerry Sandusky? He's uh he's opening up a new store, uh downtown. Oh uh, yeah, what's it called? Uh no, uh well he hasn't he hasn't given the name yet, but uh the the grand so he had a grand opening the other day. Oh no, and he had a sale boys underwear half off. Oh, <laughs> 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 hey, he's probably working at fucking um Kohler now. Trying to sell showers to people. <laughs> well, you know what you don't hear about in these big scandals, though, is the countless Chinese students who do the same thing. Oh, They'll yeah. Pay, gonna take their exam. Like, that's a really big issue. And I only saw, like, one Australian uh, website do it. And I've talked to, you know, Chinese students over here. And it happens even at Penn State where they'll cheat on tests. And they'll do admissions tests cheating, too. Like, the one guy was telling me they go and uh, have someone do it in, like, Hong Kong. Text them all the, like, answers to the tests. And it was like an hour delay, so they'd go and study that, and then they'd like ace the test. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big issue. It is. I just. I, it, I just but get don't the, talk I, about that because it's not rich white people. I mean, I mean, what they did was not like it's like like I don't know. It's like I just don't. Maybe maybe I think I I just think differently because I'm here, but like. I just I don't I don't see it as a big well, no, yeah no this is worse yeah. this is worse than I get the, it I get it though I agree with you but I just it's just the, I'm saying I I agree with you just the feeling to me like you you know what I'm saying you, do you get what I'm saying well see like here's the thing I, I understand what you mean but like let's say you're going to get you know brain surgery and then you find out that the the brain surgeon never actually went to college. He just paid someone to go and take all his tests for him and go to class. Cause there's services that'll do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how'd that make you feel? No, I, you know, I, I versus, just, versus admissions. If they can't, if they're not smart enough to do the admissions and they'll fail out unless they, you know, what's more important if they're like having people take their tests for them, in my opinion, like significantly, cause you know, you could go into any college doesn't mean, you know, any of the classes there. But if you pay someone to go and take your test for you, well, you're going to graduate with a degree and possibly screw up people's lives and cost companies millions of dollars right. in lost revenue. Yeah, I tend to agree on that. You know, there's definitely bigger consequences of faking your tests and not learning shit because, yeah, companies will still hire you and you will be incompetent and possibly hurt people and ruin their lives because of your competence and with the Chinese though 
is what's interesting is they're actually kind of hurting their country because I was talking to one who said that most companies here don't hire international students. They have to go back to China <laughs> where their earnings high. Mm-hmm. And that's bullshit. Yeah. Really? That's dude. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's what um, our boy told us. Our woke Chinaman. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Chinese, but there's a lot of because uh, he wasn't getting hired. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's there's a lot of H1Bs out yeah, there. Yeah, those aren't college kids. No, well, I'm talking about international yeah. college kids. Well, I don't know about college kids, but they hire H1B visas. No, yeah, they, I know. Maybe not not like internship, but actual hire hire. Yeah, yeah. There's there's international fucking hiring going on. Well, oh, they do that all the time too, especially with startups. Like they're getting all pissed off because I think Trump wants to change that, so you have to hire American people first. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing. I think that Trump should require yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, because, I agree. I agree. Like, because right now startups are exempt from that, or it's like, yeah, I think they're either exempt or they get some sort. It's not as bad as with the full-on companies. Like, yeah, you should go and hire American citizens. That should be your top priority. Like, if you're doing an internship, I can understand, but like, you know, Americans first, and then if you really need someone, and the only people who who have that are in like another country, then that's a different thing. But like, right? Yeah. Oh, but my free market. No, that's what I disagree with the libertarians. Well, no, on. you're yeah, you're, me too. Like, if you're hiring foreign employees and bringing them here, you're cheating the free. You're really you're cheating the free market. Oh yeah, that's my problem with it. Yeah, so you're cheating the free market, um, and undercutting people. Oh, yeah, because they, they they pay them a lot less, like yeah. to the contractors yeah. usually. That's why they want it. And they give that, and they get the business businesses give that excuse. Whoa, we don't have. We, we we we're trying to hire but most of these people here aren't qualified like well i mean you know have you well that's looked? bs too because have you well looked? have you ever seen the job requirements yeah. they'll like make these bs job requirements for a lot of jobs it's like you need to go and have like five years you know 10 years of experience and all this stuff to go and take an entry level and they'll position make the, and they'll make the uh, international job requirement well fucking different like mm. uh, well, or the international dirty. students just gonna lie on it well, yeah. I've been doing with some bullshit with my major because I went to the people that deal with getting internships here and they were like, oh, do you have any experience in copywriting? So I'm an advertising major and the two basic divisions are um, copywriting and graphics. And or well, there's two big. OK, first, there's two big divisions, the business side and the creative side. And in the creative side, there's copywriting, which is writing slogans, writing information about the product, that sort of stuff. It's basically the word side of it. And then the other side is the graphics. I can do both, but copywriting is definitely something that would be a better suited job. And the guy goes, well, you have to get experience first to get an internship in it. And I'm like, what? So I have to, to get an internship, which is an entry level thing when you don't have experience. I have to have experience before that. And I'm like, he's like, well, none of the companies are gonna hire you. Well, how do I start? <laughs> Nobody's gonna hire me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the questions you should have been asking before you even started college. And here's the thing, like you know, well, with I think a lot it's of these bullshit majors, we said, but yeah, it might be true because I know a lot of people they end up like getting a college degree and no one will hire because they want you know X amount of years of experience. Like this is right. a legitimate problem. They need to have more internships out there. Mm-hmm. I agree. But actually. They, and it's it's tough to go and get them in because like you, you know how can you afford an unpaid internship if you're on your own yeah mm-hmm. like it creates this catch-22 where you need experience to get a job at a company and then all the companies 
want you know the experience you can't get from anywhere and if it's a fucking internship you might not be able to afford your living expenses at that point right Mm -hmm. like then there needs to be a way and i think some of these companies need to just go and suck it up and hire some college grads because especially in the tech field like i know there's a lot of jobs out there that are getting taken by uh, h1b visas yeah and there's a lot of really smart people out in america yeah you know they're not they're not targeting them they're not going there yeah. Why is that? Yeah, the way I look at it is you hire Americans first and if you if there's a labor surplus or a um I guess you, what do you call it labor? Shortage. Yeah, yeah, labor shortage. shortage. Uh yeah, I was trying to think of what you'd call it if there are too many you know, too many jobs. Um but yeah, better way to put it's just labor shortage. If there is a labor shortage, bring good people in. I don't have a problem with that at all. It's just you know like again, this is why I always point to for evidence of a uniparty or an establishment where both sides are the same man sort of thing mm-hmm. is immigration. Both sides have not had any comprehensive, true, legit immigration reform because both are bought by big business. It's just the Democrats are more inclined because they're importing future voters um, with illegal immigrants and Republicans are bought by big businesses that go, hey we need cheap labor we need more of it stop it you know and that's why they hate trump mostly yeah really hurts american citizens but you know what you were mentioning earlier though it kind of a bigger question like you know they need to go and tell you they ship before you start the major that yeah. you need to go and ha- they need to go and provide you a way for you to get that experience or they need to go and tell you to not pick this major if it's um, like just stop offering it if they can't get you know, if there's no way or just not offer to you if you don't have any experience advertising or may don't have any way to give it to you, because that's not fair to you. Yeah, I think part of that comes from, especially these advisors, they get kickbacks when they get certain, you know, students enroll in their uh, major to, you know, get an internship or to do a job or something. They get little kickbacks. So and for the most part, these colleges are just cattle farms anyway they're just trying yeah. to push push them through yeah get the cattle moving get yeah the money coming in yep that's very true but that's why i've switched my minor from a smeal business certificate to a ist minor because one accounting is the f- that should be my rant is fucking accounting uh, but actually i've okay should i go into my rants now should we should we go into our yeah. rant segment Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's a good segue now. (laughs) Okay. Who needs needs a fucking just fucking rant whenever you want to fucking rant? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I know, but I thought it'd be a good segment idea. But okay, yeah, we kind of do rant whenever we want. But what I want to rant about is fucking um, bullshit majors and bullshit courses. Fucking accounting is the worst class I've ever taken in my life, and I'm not trying to say it to be dramatic may sound that way but it really is i struggled tremendously with the first exam i studied my butt off and i tried really hard but i just couldn't conceptualize the material it just didn't make sense to me maybe mm-hmm. i'm dumb i don't know maybe my brain isn't wild to work that way i don't know i just didn't get it and then i thought okay i'll, I'll, I'll be better next time and i was learning the material i'm like oh this makes more sense now I still failed the exam. So two exams in a row I failed. Mm -hmm. And I worked really hard and, you know, fried my brain and was just exhausted. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was like, all right, 
this isn't gonna get any better. The professor's a piece of shit. The class is a piece of shit. The, you know, way they teach it is shitty. It's awful. It was just the worst class I've ever taken. It's supposed to be, oh, the Smeal Business School. Oh, we're so prestigious and fancy at Penn State. We have the Smeal Business School. And yet it was awful. They didn't teach material. They didn't explain it. They just kind of assumed you knew all these terms and where things went and how to do things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. You're supposed to teach. You're not doing your job. And it's not helping anyone. And I'm failing because of this. And normally I can figure shit out on my own. Couldn't figure this shit out on my own. You tried to help me, and you helped me a lot um, with some of those homework questions. But I just didn't get it. And I thought, this is a waste of time. They conned me into this business certificate. It probably doesn't mean anything. And IST Myers more useful. I actually learned skills, which is what you should be learning in college. And accounting is just absolutely awful. I, I cannot stand that class. I cannot stand the professor. It's okay. So I'll, I'll say this because I, I mean, I, I was, I did an internship with an accounting firm. So it's like, a, oh so man, it, well, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> well, the, it's, it's, it's useful, but I mean, honestly, like I look at you and I'm like, you're probably not an accountant. Okay? Oh, I would rather I, like, get I'm saying, waterboarded. And that's, and that's fine. Look, and that's fine. Yeah. Certain people are meant yes. to do certain shit in yeah. this world. Tower and it's not, Yeah. And it's like, you know, so, and, and the part of, part of even going to college, there's a lot of, you know, figuring that I, the out. only thing, yeah, there's a lot of figuring your shit out, which, you know, that's another thing. I, I the, one of the things that I hate about college is that it's such an expensive place to just change your fucking mind. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, you know, well, what if, what if you get into this major and you're like, oh, well, I'm, I want to get into this major because I think it's the right thing. And, and I kind of like, you know, maybe, maybe I have other motivations for getting into this major. And then all of a sudden you get into it. And it's like, well, it's, it's not for me. And then you decide, hey, you figure out what you have another major that's more your thing. That's more your vibe. And then, but by that time you've already spent a shitload of money and got, I'm, some of these guys have gotten into a shitload of debt to figure it out. Like, oh, and then, like, well, what do you do? You knock over Red Bulls is that's what you right. do. That's, that's what I do. Take that Red Bull can. <laughs> no, I, I relate, you know, a lot with you because I know, at least I know in Alex's case, and I guess in your case, you basically both knew what you were going to kind of do. Me, I was completely lost. Well, no, I mean, I, I was originally a computer engineering major, and then I went to management information systems, which is yeah. like, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, well, but so I did the same thing kind of that you did. Like, it's mm. like, well, I'm not really a fucking engineer. I mean, you know, I, not, not nothing against it. Like, they're very intelligent people, and I could probably, I mean, I could have probably, you know, bit the bullet and did the engineering degree, but like, it wasn't my thing like so and yeah you, you just got to figure out you just got to figure out what your strengths are what you're good at what you can i mean i maybe and maybe maybe you like maybe you like a certain major that you're in but you're f struggling with it and then you just kind of keep tagging at it or whatever but that's ultimately that is a decision that you have to make and if you want to go to another major or minor that's totally up to you yeah, yeah uh, but yeah i part well, of, and of course part of this is 
too many kids are going into college completely unprepared. Yes. Like that's yeah. like, well, I wish they uh, fixed the high well, school. See, system. How would we fix that issue? How do we make people more prepared for college? That's something that we've been trying to figure out, Alex and I, we for fix a the, while. Fix the high school system. I mean, well, I think one go? of oh, well, I was going to say one. The first thing I would change because I know you have an idea of this too, Alex. But the one thing I would first change is completely, and this will take this years for it to actually happen, is to totally change the curriculum in middle school, high school, elementary school, all the schools. Cut the stupid shit. No more Spanish, no more German, no more French, no more useless shit. You should be teaching public speaking. You should be teaching psychology. You should be teaching uh, Econ 101. Oh, you should be te teaching persuasion. You should be teaching life skills, like how to do tax and stuff. You had I don't know when you would be doing these things. You had things. me to cut the shit. Everything <laughs> after that was just like, uh... <laughs> No, 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 hear me out, hear me okay, out. Okay, all right, all right, be fair, let's hear, <laughs> let's hear out Sean. <laughs> okay, so these are all useful skills everybody can use. Not, look, look, let's take history, for example, or social studies, whatever the fuck you want to mm -hmm. call it. Is it honestly useful? Honestly, mm -hmm. are you going to be using that in your job? Not unless Depends. you're an evil studies major. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some people... What I'm saying know. is, I'm not saying we should get rid of that. I'm saying when you get to an, a certain age, maybe in middle school or high school, you should be teaching them skills like that's more useful for them. Like, example, the life skills class. How do you do your taxes? How do you do an interview? How do you make a resume? Nobody's taught me that until literally this class, uh, last class last week. Uh, but I could have used that fucking long time ago. But, for example, persuasion. You should know how to negotiate things. You should know how to write persuasive emails and letters to your boss or to, you know, coworkers to get stuff done. Public speaking. Most people, the biggest fear in America is public speaking. That should not be a problem at all. That shouldn't be the biggest fear. We should all be good at public speaking, but most people suck at it. That's something that needs to be learned because you're going to need to do that wherever you go. And uh, people would benefit from being good at it before they get forced to get better at it in the workplace. Well, they do usually have that in college, like public speaking. I know I had to go and take a semester. Oh, yeah. Semester of that. And they had it in but, my high school, but I think it should be mandated in elementary and middle schools. I mean, they have a, no, lot, of these, they have a lot of these liberal arts courses that as long as, long as you know how to bash Trump in front of people, <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're, you'll make it in life, I guess. But it's not like, see, I, I mentioned, I saw what you mentioned about like the languages and I feel that, I don't know. I feel like that actually should probably be taught more, but that should Why? be done earlier. Uh, when think, do you use Spanish, French, and German? See, a lot of jobs require, like they want yeah. you to have some other language like was when i took latin like you know it's a dead language Who speaks but, fucking I, latin oh uh, no mean, but you know what it does help with spanish like, could every, be helpful spanish could every be helpful english word of... for them like a bunch of english words a bunch of latin bases i know shit like something with mal that means it's bad like malware malicious malignant that's all from latin because it comes from this like base latin word okay but everybody knows what these those terms mean like malicious yeah. I think what well, would, I think what would yeah, be a first step is also establishing English as the official national language in America. I don't know why that hasn't happened, but it should happen. Okay, but I do think it would be useful to go and teach other languages in elementary school because once you're in high school, you you're you're already at disadvantage. Like they should be teaching languages in 
elementary middle school and then cut it out high school unless you want to be a, a language like you know like a special major like a translator or something that'd okay. be an elective okay school level. i could compromise and, on that and i feel like english classes need to be revamped and stop emphasizing the shit that's on the test like all this bullshit grammar that like especially in like high school and like middle school especially i remember it was like all this bullshit english rules like you know we should know that shit by then pretty well yeah like, ninth grade that shouldn't be nearly as big of a deal and like all these bullshit stories it should be more about more practical things like they could go and teach resume writing in the english class how to go and write business reports in the english class they could do all that stuff in there Social studies, I love history, but I don't think it's as important as it should be. That should be like, it well, should not be emphasized as much. Well, I mean, it should be more on, uh, like, maybe you could do psychology stuff there instead. Or uh, I, I don't even really think psychology is really necessary, like, is really even necessary. Like, make it more practical, I guess. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't really know how you'd make history more practical. It's just kind of like, you got to know it. Yeah. Like, and my problem, though, it was, like, throughout, at least in America, you know, it was all in elementary school, all American history. Middle school, we had, like, medieval history, and then American again. High school was American history. Then I did a couple, um, I had a couple electives, and I did, like, human geography and, um, what was it, the entire U.S. history again, and then, like, government politics. So I think they need to go and emphasize more world history, but just emphasize history a lot less. It shouldn't be a core class. It should be you need to go and take a certain amount of these classes to graduate. Because mm. if you want to learn about fucking history, you got Wikipedia. Go on there, have fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they don't do enough about trade schools either. Like, oh yeah, they, do, they need. Yeah, that. if you like, some people don't want to fucking learn. Oh yeah, another language, or they don't want to learn that. That some people are just fine with fixing air conditioners or driving truck or fixing electrical stuff or plumbing. And that's fine. Yeah, and it's so great. You need to fill that. Do. Yeah. If you want to do that, you don't need, you don't need a freaking, you don't need extensive education to do it. If you want to go do it, go out there, do it. You know, this is like, and of course, you know, the society has kind of painted us as uh, Oh, if you don't go to college, you're kind of a failure. no, no, well, not the case. There is some merit to that, which is I, I think it depends on what you want. It depends. It depends yeah. on the individual. Yeah. It depends That's on the individual. I, yeah. But but people don't. But but people have painted with a broad brush, yeah. like oh, yeah. if if you don't go to college, that you're considered a failure in this world. Uh, it's a little more, Life's a little bit more complex than that. Yeah, but I I want to emphasize that yeah yeah if you want to become a plumber or a electrician or a painter yeah go to trade school save your money and do that job but if you want to be working for apple if you want to be working for um blue cross or so these big companies with big jobs with big corporate paychecks you have to go to college you ain't yeah. getting in well yeah that's just reality but that depends but again it depends, depends what you're doing you. yeah it depends on you yes i think it's kind of a supply and demand thing because we have some people taking college they feel like they have college degree to go and work over there now i think a lot of these jobs they don't really need college degrees you could probably get someone either a tech school or even like a boot camp for a lot of the tech like a lot of the programming stuff and they'd be just as fine but the well, employers need to go and fix that on their end yeah. however like I, I do feel that we need to go and like change how high schools work i think we need to go and differentiate them i think we should have like you know your tech school 
and you should then have a prep school. If you think if you're a smart kid, you can go to the prep school. If you, you know, you might be better working with your hands and you don't want to go to college, you go to the tech school and there should be more tech schools out there than prep schools. They should only have a handful of prep schools. And I also think that they should bring back more boarding schools and that oh, they no. should. Oh, dude, why not? Oh, boarding schools boarding school? are awful. They're conformist and they just, it's miserable. Absolutely miserable. What, what, what's basically, do you live on campus? You're basically at a boarding school right now. No, boarding schools make you wear uniforms. They make you. you don't have, not all of them have to do that. You can change that. Okay, you know? but at a young age, you should be with your parents unless you don't have any or they're awful. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of people with single mo- like single mothers and stuff, they'd probably be better off sending their kid to a boarding school. And that's why, the, like, what was it? Uh, the, Her- Wil- the Milton S. Hershey School in Pennsylvania, that's a boarding school for poor parents. And it does pretty successful from what I understand. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they should be doing boarding oh, yeah. schools for that. I just, I think they should, from a marketing standpoint, that's where my mind kind of runs that. They shouldn't call it a boarding school. I know it's going to sound kind of PC, but they need to reframe it to something that's more... Call it fucking Hogwarts. <laughs> yes! Call it Hogwarts. You're going to learn magic. You're going to become a wizard. Well, like, that, they live in a fucking boarding school. Go and paint boarding schools as, like, fucking, you know, Hogwarts. Kids will, and parents will go and love to do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that... No, I think it's, it's very useful because it makes people who might live chaotic lives and get into crime, you know, they don't have that as much if they're in a boarding school. As long as it's like a decent boarding school and you get people like, you know, to treat it decently and you get like, cause if you're a, you know, if you're a poor kid, you might not have food at home. Yeah. You know, your parents might be doing drugs. It might not be a good place to concentrate. They can get rid They can go and monitor your fucking video game usage. They can monitor your junk food. It would solve a lot. It would like help with the obesity epidemic. It would help with <laughs> you know, video game addiction. It would help with like a lot of issues caused by parents not treat not raising their kids right yeah yeah not that well, all schools i don't think all schools should do this but i think that there should be more of them because okay you know how many boarding schools do you even hear about not many but i think also what you're gonna have more and this may not be applying to those type of kids what it does in some ways is a lot more schooling is gonna be done online you know online classes are perfectly fine they they're not perfect yet but you look at Khan Academy, and that fucking thing has saved my ass so many times in math. Taught it better than the math teachers. You could, if you could have like, you know, those ads you get on YouTube for Masterclass, where you'll have like Aaron Sorkin teaching you how to write scripts, Hans Zimmer teaching you how to write music. Like, can you imagine if you had stuff like that, that's more accessible to people? It's like almost like a public good, where you had these experts, the people that are the best of the best in the business teaching you how to do things like if you had trump teaching you business teaching you econ you know that would be yeah the problem with that is when you're like one i mean we're all in college so that's a lot there's some people who might like we're not exactly the perfect audience like for the regular kid because you you get a lot of kids out there who would not pay it like i knew some people took like online classes and they would just screw off well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, this is, I mean, pe- kids do that, at, you know, like th- in school normally. Like, but I if think you for... have it, if it's somebody cool, like LeBron James teaching you how to do, uh, you know, uh, English, people would be like, they would tune into that. Maybe, but, like, I think 
Right? Like, I think eventually for some kids that will be the option, but I think for a lot of people, like, especially younger kids, they won't be able to really benefit from that. Like, you know, can PewDiePie teach them, like, mathematics or something? Like, I don't think that's going to happen right now, because what, oh, no, what, what would have to happen... You're going to have to have a school place because, like I mentioned, a lot of these kids live in chaotic homes and their parents, they aren't going to be able to go and keep them 24 cents here to drop them off at like a learning academy where they'd be given a computer. And I think like down to the human level, it's like there's something missing when you put like you, you don't have that human to human interaction. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where it's integrate something else. Maybe if they need that human to human interaction, you do like what they do in China where you know how we had the problem here where they say oh the schools in philly are shit because they have shit teachers because all the good teachers don't want to live there what do they do in china is they do it remotely they have a virtual classroom where they're all sitting all the kids are sitting in the classroom but on the screen uh they have a professor live streaming the lecture from somewhere else where she can see the kids interact with the kids the kids can interact with her she's just not physically in that classroom but she can still interact with them in an ideal world i think that would be great however i remember my time in like middle school and there would be so much shit going on in that class like you'd be throwing around like like we had, I mean, we had a substitute there who had no backbone, and it would probably be basically like that. You know, people throwing like tampons around the classroom, drawing dicks uh, on the wall. <laughs> yeah, and, that's like, possible. Like, yeah, like that—that's probably what's going to happen, especially in in these like inner cities where you know you get kids who might not be the you know the cream of the crop yeah. in these classrooms. You're going to have to have like someone. You have to, and I mean, they can do this too. And that probably would be a better return on investment. Go and hire someone for like. A lot less money than a teacher and just have them kind of monitor the class yeah but, yeah maybe you like, can have a class monitor or maybe this is something you only do in like high school or something i i don't know i'm just saying I, that's, that, see this is why i'd like for those situations i'd rather send them to a boarding school uh, that would solve that would solve the problems with that stuff because then they'd be able to be disciplined at the boarding school and I'd prefer the boarding school to be single gender as well because then, you, you know, that would eliminate a lot of the issues. Oh, you want to bring back sexism in America? I want to bring I, – I do think single gender schools are uh, very beneficial. Yeah, Well, absolutely. I, I actually mm-hmm. – Yeah, I, I, I'd agree. Because I mean, people get too distracted. Like people get too <laughs> distracted. Very Looking at easily. Jenny's ass, they're like, Ugh. like, "Oh my god, look, I'd love to." Uh, like, uh, <laughs> when you're supposed to be learning, uh, y equals what, Timmy? Uh, y equals. I'd really like to get one of those. Like, no, it's like, come on, like, like, just separate them. Stick to this. Yeah, but will I mean, this create incels? No. Well, there, there's incels already. It's not going to change like, that. Yeah. No, no, no. What like, I'm saying you know is... What they did back in the day? You know what they did back? like Because my mom went to a single gender school. They'd go and have like meetups after school. And they had like dances where they'd go and have the sister mm. school or the brother school meet up. And that's how you go and engage with the other sex. After school activities. Well, and you could even have like a courtyard. Okay, so let's picture this. You have like a, the property and then you have the boys school on the left and the girls school on the right or however way you want to do it. And then after, like, after you've done your academics for the day, you know, you, you could go and meet, or maybe even at lunch, I don't, um, that'd probably be bad too, I don't know. But after you've done the academics, you can go and see them after school. Not when you're in the learning environment, though, because that could create distraction. From maybe, both boys but 
at the same time, like I was, ne- I mean, maybe I'm an exception to the rule here, but I was, I was never distracted when there were girls in the room. Like it didn't just girls. Oh, dude, then the, like it, it, it becomes, and then drama happens, and people doing things in the school building, and drama's gonna happen no matter what you do. Like it's not. Oh yeah, but there's gonna be less people having sex in the school. You know. Well, they're I mean, gonna do that anyway. Like, I don't think that's gonna decrease if it. Not the school. It's gonna be a lot harder to go out if there's no women in school to have sex with. I mean, you get some gay guys or something, but <laughs> now that's probably not gonna happen as much. You know, just generally, especially since people are probably keeping an eye on them, being like, "Oh, you know, there's Jimmy over here. What's he doing with Bobby in the closet?" <laughs> in the you know, closet. Keep an eye on those two boys. What was that? Like oh like see like it would be less of a distraction because a lot more people are heterosexual than homosexual. Okay. And if yeah. it happens, and if it happens after school, then it's less of a liability. Like on the school itself, and there'll be less drama. I guess. I don't know. I just I don't think the gender thing's that big of a deal. Oh, and the bathroom price it would be a lot easier too with the bathroom. It, because then you'd have all single gender bathrooms. You cut down like that. You only need half the bathroom. Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about putting tranny bathrooms in schools. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, see, that would be the only issue, but that's a society-made issue, and that could be addressed. Yeah. You send them to one's... I don't even know how... Like, that's that's a whole other topic. But I do think that boarding schools are not as terrible. Like, you know, think more like Hogwarts, less like Brick on the Wall. <laughs> or uh, Dead Poets Society. I love that movie. That was a good I movie. know. It's a great movie, but the boarding school was awful. <laughs> Except Robin Williams, but, like, everybody else. Okay, everybody else. Uh, yeah, it was it, but people were di- – like, I just – I mean, maybe it's a type boarding of pre- – school does not have to be a super preppy boarding school. It can almost be, like, a summer camp. I know, and that's what I want it to be. But, again, I'd only want that for people that have shitty families because I would never send my kid to a boring school, ever. There should be an option for that. If your kid's, oh, like, yeah. a dumbass and he's, like, goofing off in class, you know, send them to the boarding well, that's, school. That but should be the good. parent's job to fix that. Well, well no, yeah, yeah, it would be yeah, the How's that parenting thing going people. lately? <laughs> well, I know parents are being fucking dumbasses. We need to change that, too. But yeah, if, if the parents are shit, then the you know the plan B is you know you can get your kid to boring school. But what if, if the parents area, don't do that? If you're in a shitty area and all the schools suck, just send them to a boarding school somewhere and then have them like drop them off at the parents' <laughs> house. That would see then they could go and that would stop the amount of shitty schools <laughs> because you just send them off to a boarding school. You know, it could be far away because you don't have to go there like once every couple months. Right. And that way, you know, the inner city Philadelphia schools would just get shipped out to, I don't know, somewhere else with a good boarding school. They could hire the best teachers for, or not the best, but, you know, cost a much better teacher than the inner city ones. Yeah. And then on on another plus, if they don't have any, like, you know, schools in the cities and there's less bus, you know, buses you're going to have to worry about. And it would prepare people for college because that's another big, you know, boarding schools should probably prepare you a lot more for living on your own. Oh, yeah. Well, I think also they should do like your idea, which is let's Penn State should have a like not really a summer session, but a summer camp where maybe one week you try out one set of classes. The next week you try another set of classes. And it's not just things you uh, like. It has to be things you dislike. So everybody, I think, should 
you know, you get some freedom, obviously, to pick some stuff that you want. But I think in between that, they should force you to do stuff you like and dislike because there's some stuff that I thought I would dislike. It turns out I didn't, or I thought I'd like, and it turns out I really didn't, you know? I think that's another thing you can do because you waste so much money and time, like you were saying, trying to figure your shit out when you should do that before so college can go by quicker and you can get out and yeah, start making money. Yeah, but the schools money. like you wasting money on, on them. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Colleges are the most expensive time of your life to go and like not be decided. Yeah. Probably like either that or if you're like on some sort of, you know, fancy jet somewhere, but most people don't have to deal with that. <laughs> like trying to go, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars going to figure out where your next destination is. But no, like, I think that college, like, it is, like, that. that's a problem, too. Like, you should not be told, like, oh, you can do whatever you want when you, like, while you're in the middle of college. Oh, you can change your major. It's so easy. Just give us another 20 grand. Yeah. yeah. You'll change that for you right quick. Well, that's another thing that I was going to pitch about was fucking bullshit majors, BS majors, BS degrees. I'm not talking about the, you know, the actual BS degrees. I'm talking about pure fucking bullshit degrees. Like... And I've told this to people, don't take a, um, a you know, major in anything that ends in studies. Um, it's just a waste of time. If it's, you know, women's studies, if it's African-American studies, if it's medieval studies, whatever the studies is, you know, it's a fucking waste of time. It's a piece of shit. Don't do it. There's plenty of other majors that are useful. Advertising's useful. Everybody's always going to need to hire advertising people. Business, I heard you grumble. <laughs> Business is useful. Very useful that you need to go and have prior experience before even getting internet. Okay, I think he's lying about that. You don't need you don't need a gender studies degree to work at Walmart. Shit, you can do that right out of high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, when I went on that rant in uh, in the group me. Well, it's like if you if you major anything in studies, you're gonna be at Walmart saying, "Hey, get your you're gonna be a Walmart career saying, hey, get your shit and get out.'" Yeah, so that's there's a little bit there's some truth to that, and I and like yeah, like the thing too is like they need to go and tell you the return on investment, like before you go and take your major, like yeah, this is what yeah. you can expect. Oh like yeah, that should be man, that should be a law, a federal mandate law, saying every college well, like, must say this. Well, yeah, like, uh, the problem is for a degree that doesn't really exist yet, but, like, for most degrees, like, gender studies, they have a pretty good idea. Medieval studies, like, hey, you're going to need to go to grad school to do this. And they should factor that in, and they should try to get you to grad school as fast as possible. Well, I think grad school for most things is another, you know, fucking con job. Just a waste uh, of time and money. They're trying to get more out of you. I mean, for some things, it can be useful. Oh, you can wrong. make a significantly, amount, like, more amount of money if you go to grad school. Yeah, I just think they that I honestly think for most people they're just trying to get more money out of you. Well, no, like you get a you know you can become a manager, you go to grad school, you you get like you, that's there's a lot of benefit to that. Maybe like it's I, not like it, it's I wouldn't lump that in with any of the other stuff, but like you know you need to go to grad school if you want to be a doc, you know if you want to teach a class, then you can teach a class on the side while you're working somewhere. Like you know one of my managers does that. That's that's a great business move to go for at least for him because that'll pay for itself in enough time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but well, that's my rants though. Do you, do you guys have rants? Yeah. See, I, my my major upset, like my major <laughs> at the moment, is uh, these like newspeak words that a lot of the left is using. 
And I think the new speak work word of the week would be oh shoot, there's a few of these. It would be <laughs> gaslighting. <laughs> this word's pissed me off for a while because I keep seeing it used and people like it was originally it's like triggered, but like triggered is kind of funny, but gaslighting, they all like flip out at you. Even conservatives will use this. Like it's supposed to be like you know, the the typical thing of gaslighting is it came back to a story where someone goes slightly lower the the brightness of the gas lamp like every day. <laughs> And, you know, the person will go and think they're crazy, and then eventually it's, like, fucking dim. And they're like, oh, there's something going on, but there's nothing going on. That's basically what, like, gaslighting is. It's a thing done in, like, relationships. Oh. Relationships, like, it's a bad thing. And then it's been, like, reused by the Newspeak, you know, uh, committee of the left. Like, everything's fucking gaslighting now. And it, it pisses me off. Like, if you go and defend Trump, oh, you're gaslighting white nationalists. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's being used all the fucking time. And I doubt many people even know what they're talking about. It's hurting people who are in these relationships because they make it such a fucking joke. <laughs> make it a fucking meme. And it, it's a serious issue, but it's just something that you haven't heard. Like, people didn't really use politically. Like, at least I didn't hear them use it, like, 10 years ago. But nowadays, it's it's pretty common. Yeah, I've seen it too, and it fucking triggers me every time I see the word gaslighting. Because they use it as an excuse to discredit your opinion. They're all go, oh, you're just gaslighting. Bye-bye. And it's just fucking, it's just a term that just sounds annoying, gaslighting. Like, it's just, just saying it annoys me. It's used by the left significantly more than the people on the right. Oh, like, yeah. It's just, and they're trying to get and create this, like, these, this lexicon that that's ever-expanding to mean things that of people that like on the right wing that they don't like like oh he's gaslighting uh you know holocaust deniers or you know eco-terrorists or something stupid eco-fascist <laughs> yeah it's just like I, I just hate that term so much <laughs> and it's being used everywhere like i got kicked out of you know groups before because they accused me of gaslighting i had to go and be like what the heck did i do i i didn't gaslight did there a different definition and apparently there is like, you know, I, I'm sorry I was never dating you, so I can't really be gaslighting <laughs> you. I'm sorry, but it, it's just getting so bad these days. And, you know, there, I might as well just go with all of them because I can, I can rant on a few of the recent ones I've seen. So we have gaslighting. We have uh, tone deaf. <laughs> That's another one that pisses me off. Like, it's making fun of deaf people. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Oh God. I, hate, I hate troll. I hate when they call you a troll. Like, oh, that's, like okay. I love so, that word. No, 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 I I like well, I it in certain instances. Let, let, let's let's take um let, let, let's use an example of the Captain Marvel movie that just fucking came out. Right. Right. Um so um the the this first this movie has changed my opinion on movie oh. movie sites forever like uh or movie review sites i'm sorry the um so the uh so when when captain marvel came out or like up to it coming out there were like, there were people that were like completely shitting on the movie right and so rotten tomatoes took out the uh the pre comments right the pre uh, what 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 the fuck is that? Like the, the pre-reviews, like the fan reviews. Oh yeah, the the um the fan pre-screenings. Right. 
So they took it out. They took him out because a whole bunch of people were shitting on Captain Marvel. And then when the movie came out, uh, people were still not like the reviews were still not hot. So they decided to take out what they called trolls. But some of these trolls mm. ended up actually seeing the movie and just happened to not like just it. Just happened to not like it. There's a lot of stuff that, yeah, you know, it's not for everybody. Some people don't like it. I personally, I don't like politics in my freaking action movies mm -hmm. unless it's directly in, like, like if it's a Steven Seagal and, and the bad guy works for the government and he's selling secrets and he's got, Steven Seagal's got to try to stop the, this guy before he sells the secrets or whatever. Got it. Okay. But I don't, I don't want to hear these like political undertones of like you know you can't do this because you're a girl like no it's 2019 nobody thinks that way anymore right everybody's like look you can do anything you want to this is america uh stop this is america country this is <laughs> it's ridiculous and like uh, so so with Captain America there's a the, there's a couple of scenes and yeah we'll, we'll I'll, I'll play spoiler why the hell not. well uh, I'm seeing it on Sunday no spoilers please okay I'll, one spoiler give me one spoiler okay is it minor one okay so there there Captain Captain Marvel uh she's at she's at a she's at a I I think she's at like a bar oh. um. This dude with a with a leather jacket on a bike is like, hey, you should smile more. Like, nobody says that shit. Yeah, nobody anymore. says that. Nobody says that shit. I don't even I don't even remember. Like, I'm old as fuck, and I don't remember people <laughs> saying that shit back in the you know, you know, '90s and shit. Well, like, yeah, I, I'm like, look, just. Well, that's because these things are made by out of touch elitists. That's the simplest way to put it. They it have is. this idea of what America's like, but, but they've never calling, actually seen the reality of America. But going back to the original topic, they're calling these net they're call they're blanketedly calling everybody like like that doesn't like this movie a troll. The trolls aren't gonna win. I'm like 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 dude, this is this isn't at what point do they it does it go from being trolls to just suppressing people that just don't like your fucking movie? Like Yeah. Another good example is Amy Schumer got Netflix to get rid of their rating system because she said because yeah. everybody shit on her shitty comedy or um, yeah. uh, stand up bit and they and she just blamed it on you know alt right trolls and Russian bots. Everybody I don't like is a Russian bot. And everybody I don't like is an alt right troll in their minds. But but like with the movie review thing, like yes. the movie review sites like Rotten Tomatoes, yes. and IMDb, uh. It took me actually looking it up to like to figure out Rotten Tomatoes uh, is seventy percent owned by Comcast, right? So when you look you you look up like these movies and you notice that there's not a universal film that has a a fucking rating of under eighty, yeah. like you know something's up. Like yeah, there's no way Comcast is gonna sandbag their own fucking movies. And uh, the other 30%, I think it's owned by uh, – it's loaned by Flickster, mm. which is like a – It's a, an app. It's But but yeah, but it's own, – that's owned by uh, Warner Brothers, I think it is. Okay. So like, uh, there you go. So already I'm like, well, this isn't a legit 
Whoa, this is interesting. The the critic score for Captain Marvel is at seventy nine percent. The audience score jumped up to a sixty two percent. It was that's at because rotten they've been sinking. Before. That's because yeah. they've been sinking all the negative views. It used to be a rotten reviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that th this is what they've been doing, and I think that's probably what what's going to happen from here on out. I think I think you're going to see a lot of like corporate, you know, fixing of these review systems. Uh, because because big corporate owns a lot of these mm -hmm. review sites. Even IMDb is owned by Amazon. It's like, oh, I know. yeah, shit. you didn't, yeah, they don't they don't tell you that shit. They're like, no, oh, well, and that, and that's why that's why whenever I see a movie and it's like, oh, this got rated fresh, I'm like, fuck that shit. There is no way. There's no way I'm gonna be believe that this movie's legit just by what a a corporate owned sight is telling me like right fuck out of here with that yeah i'm gonna try to find the screenshot i took when i had that rotten score to compare it but yeah i i, I know what you mean oh i think i found it yeah it used to be at 57 percent yep it, it used to be to i think it used to be even lower than that yeah it probably was yeah but the only thing to be fair is that sometimes you know it takes a while for more reviews to come in for it to change but i know it's me i i take rotten tomatoes with a grain of salt the only good thing like it's a system i love and hate yeah i like it because it takes all the reviews to get a general consensus and you can tell if you're going to have a good time or not the problem is yeah. people use that percentage as a rating system there's a yeah. big difference but but they sell it like like it's yes. it's it's kind of being sold as like a rating system yes like it's a beacon of like look like because a lot of these movies and their advertisements they have, look, it was rated fresh by Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, like, it's no, like, they know that affects people's decisions. Yeah, and, and the whole thing's bullshit. And I'm like, and, and it's like, I, this week opened my eyes. I, I would have never seen how Rotten Tomatoes operates until this week. Yeah, well, you what know? opened my eyes also was The Last Jedi. That is a movie where... Critics loved it like 90%. Audiences had like fucking 40%. Like it's just a piece of shit. And you watch this movie. It's objectively bad. It is it's objectively bad. bad. Pretty, pretty bad. fucking bad. Pretty fucking bad. And I, we, Dolph, um, Alex and I railed against it uh, when we did a review of it. And that's like, that's where I realized there's probably some definite collusion going on in the movie industry. Oh, yeah. Where, oh, and, and I, I definitely. had suspected it before, but I've never seen it so blatant. And you're seeing yeah. it more frequently where yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics will love it, audiences will hate it, or audiences will love it, and critics will hate it. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they used mm -hmm. to be pretty much about the same. A little bit more, a little bit less, maybe. And the ratings would definitely change. But this is pretty blatant. You know, it's because reviewers get kickbacks. They want to keep getting more pre-screenings because it helps them, helps their business. Because then if other people get the pre-screens and they don't, don't, they're gonna start going down the tubes so i it, they gotta clean this system up because it's pretty bad yeah, and it's it's there. used they're using they're weaponizing weaponizing rotten tomatoes that's a good way to put it. they're weaponizing rotten tomatoes so that movies they can sell the movies they want to sell yeah but anyway uh if anybody else wants to go on ramp but i just saw this thing in a group me i don't even know if this is true but it says Missouri court, court rules. It's okay to call a gay employee cocksucker and ask if he has AIDS. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> what, what was the website? It says Vice. 
<laughs> I know. I already I know this is true. Anything on Vice? I mean, in what context was Jeez. this used? Was this like the boss like I... doing an interview question, asking if he? Had it? <laughs> he calls, hey, cocksucker! Do you have AIDS? Like, fuck! <laughs> like, that's not gonna. What is this? I could understand. Uh, I'm sure that what what what, what employee what employer is that? I don't know. I don't even know if this is real. I just saw, I thought, oh, we're going to get a kick out of this one. I could see it right now in the HR office. Hi, oh, I'm, yeah. I would like I... to file a complaint right now. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, he's like hey, do you, have, do you have AIDS, cocksucker? And like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, yeah, I was about to say, this company must not have an HR department. <laughs> they really got shit canned by now. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking God. hell. Yeah, it's just, There's gotta be some context to this shit. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those headlines. It's too good to be true. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, and this being being the the last year has just completely. Actually, you know what? Since Trump won the election, I have been completely red pill. Yeah, not. Uh, I would say, like, my eyes have been opened to how shitty the media is. Like, how unbelievably shitty. And, and it's like, worse. and over the course of my life, I've been, like, reliant on the fucking media. Yeah. Like, I've grown up, and it's been a part of my life. Like, it's been, like, how I got all the current information and you know, the stories and what's going on with current events and, you know, with business and politics and all that stuff. And then over the last, like, since, since Trump took office, it's like, it's complete shit. Like it is complete and utter dog shit. It's all like biased bullshit. Like I, like the mainstream media, like it's like, like, you know, with MSNBC and CNN and Fox News, and you, know, you got all these sites that are just agenda driven and beat and trying to clockwork orange brainwash you into submission. Like, it's nuts. Well, what Trump has done is simply just expose who they are. And that's what's w woken people up. And he's also called them out for it by calling them fake news when they are fake news. Uh -huh. The thing that really woke me up, and I, people forget about most of this, but the WikiLeaks that came out during the election, where you would have journalists or quote unquote journalists, one of which was actually moderating one of the debates, they were colluding with politicians. And for example, the New York Times would send Bill Clinton articles saying, "Hey, is this good? Do you want to make any edits? You don't fucking do that as a journalist. You don't let your subject matter. Like your wife's running for president. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's just you don't have your fucking subject matter edited because they're going to edit shit that should be in there that's newsworthy and make it look good for them. So that was just one of the examples I remember. There's a whole shit ton more. Uh, it's just it's so bad. It, it's bigger than what people imagine. And it's depressing because they control the flow of information. But thankfully, alternative media, the internet, is becoming a much more it dominating is. force. And they're scared of that because, look, Alex Jones and Joe Rogan got 10 million views. That's more than all the views on any fucking cable news show all week. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, like how much longer 
like honestly how much longer are these news companies gonna survive like as far as mainstream media either so either they uh, here's my here's my my opinion either these sites like msnbc fox news either they're gonna fail or they're gonna be just falsely propped up by everything else like you right. know msnbc right their own by comcast universal nbc universal right i feel like dude they like i feel like yeah. if they fail it's going to be disastrous. So what the other, so the rest of the corporation is basically going to kind of hold it up. I feel like it's going to hold it up because they're, they're the Comcast is like a multi-billion billion fucking dollar conglomerate. Uh, so it's like if if they have one failing entity, it's not going to break them. But like, but if it's like, you know. Like CNN, like you can't do this shit. That that is your. Well, actually, they're owned by Time Warner too, mm -hmm. so it's not like, you know, a or AT and T now. But like, well, I think if they don't adapt quick enough, they're gonna start failing. But if they do adapt, they're gonna just stay afloat. For example, Fox is now I doing just... a Fox Nation thing, which is like a streaming service of Fox stuff. Which well, Fox is still doing what? To be fair. Fox is still doing pretty good because they're, they're they're like now, now you could argue <laughs> you could you could argue whether they're you know whether they're quality content or not, but one thing's for sure they're always viewership is always up with them. We're always looking at like the you know always looking at the television ratings and Fox News pretty much runs the table on everything like and so i mean i i just i i i wonder if if it's just like with msnbc cnn if it's just somebody uh, if it's just they're just trying to get an agenda across or if they're just trying to like you know do that clockwork orange brainwashing to the yeah. people it's like uh. well is that more important than revenue like Building no. advertising revenue. Revenue is everything. The, well, but yeah. And brainwashing, yeah. They kind of go. But, I just and, see what and, you mean. And, and when you're owned, and, and the problem is when you're owned by a, when you're owned by a multi-revenue streamed conglomerate, you can afford to not like your news station can afford to fucking fail because, yeah, you, know, you got so much out there that's mm. pushing it. That, that can keep it up, but like, they'll just prop up a new one. Be like, oh, this is totally not us. They won't have or they'll buy it up. You know, the big boys will buy it up. But I see what you mean. Uh, Alex, what the fuck are you sending me? Uh this was uh, a breaking development. Have you have you uh, seen like the quarters reaction to back to the shooter thing? Yeah, they, they, well, I heard because the shooters have subscribed to PewDiePie, like people are freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, they might like ban PewDiePie and 4chan, 8chan now, dude. This is this is this what is he wanted. Fuck. This Ugh. is getting out of here. This guy was trying to be like a fucking troll and just shut down everything. <laughs> he took it a bit too far, don't you think? <laughs> he did. Like, <laughs> like, what's PewDiePie gonna do about this? I PewDiePie like you know, just put some tweets out saying like you know. It's you know it's bad that he's associated with me and all that blah blah blah. I condemn him blah blah blah. PewDiePie has nothing to do with this guy. Yeah, like, that's the thing people need to remember. New Zealand is 
like this makes no sense. He never told his supporters to go and like kill Muslims. Uh, no. He never said that. Like I don't know why people are making it big. Like, see, this is the stuff where they're big. Oh well, he's gaslighting. Yeah, you know that. That's I, I bet they said it, that in the uh, somewhere one of the Twitter users. And then, like they said, they had a white supremacist hand signal. And it was actually the was uh, it the ball okay tap symbol? symbol. No, it was a ball tap symbol. Actually, he put it near his nuts. Oh, <laughs> there's a difference. Oh fuck. Oh god. Like, this... What world have we gotten into these days? Where like yeah, the okay symbol, the ball tap symbol, that's apparently white supremacist because <laughs> it's a dog whistle. Another fucking word. That oh I hate. fuck that term. And the fucking dog whistle term, like. <laughs> Trump is dog whistling to white nationalists when he says he wants to build a wall. He's using oh, he's using coded language. Like they're making yeah. shit out to be a lot more complicated than it is. They're mind reading. They're projecting what they think Trump is saying. They're 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 oh, he really means this into his mouth and saying oh, he must mean this because this way he think we think he's a racist. So everything he says must be that way. They're mind reading. They don't know his well, thoughts. Well, the problem is these people are overeducated. They probably had like a gender studies degree or like some bullshit reporting degree where they had to go and like write a thesis on why Michael Jackson was some sort of like uh, why he wasn't a rapist and explain like all this other bullshit. Or, like, have to go and write a thesis on why hens in the Middle Ages, you know, were important to women's society. And then they had to go and make up all this bullshit for that. And they're like, oh, I could just go and make up all this bullshit for anything, and it, and it makes it right. Well, these people see, and I'll give an example of this after, they see race and gender and homophobia, Islamophobia, all those obias in fucking everything. Everything mm -hmm. is racist. Everything is sexist. For example... In this one class I was in, the TA graded a paper I did on Pink Floyd's The Wall music video, or sorry, sorry, another Brick in the Wall music video, mm -hmm. you know, where it has the boarding school um, <laughs> children uh, basically marching and being put in the machines and showing, you know, the, I, the basic gist of the video was conformity and it was an anti-conformist message and all that sort of stuff if you don't teach a meat you can't have any pudding <laughs> yeah exactly uh, fucking random i get it no i don't know but it's in the song it's okay it's relevant but you know it's uh the, the thing was i wrote this whole paper on how it had you know basically there was a persuasion propaganda class and i was talking about how it has these persuasion techniques and uses techniques to send a message of anti-conformity and other stuff but the professor goes, or the TA, I should say, goes in her critique of it. She says, you, know, you made a lot of great points, but there's some of the stuff that you should have mentioned, like how, why are all the people in it uh, boys and why aren't there girls? You know, you should be what? talking about gender. I'm like, the fuck does that have to do with it? You're seeing gender in everything. I didn't even well, notice it. I didn't well, give well, a shit. The fuck it, wasn't the wall written about a boys boarding school? Yes. Well, how the fuck does he know what goes on in a girls' sporting school? That's yes. like saying, "Oh, I went to I went to male prison. Female prisons definitely like this." No, it's fucking not. It's if you haven't lived it, and if he did write about a women's boarding school, they go say, "Oh, well, he's obviously sexist. He's trying to go and take uh, women's experiences and living as his yeah. own." Like, he's mansplaining. I I watched Orange Is the New Black, so I pretty much know what women's prisons are all about. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just like fucking hate it. Things. Why do we have to look for gender and race in everything? Can we just look at people for what they are and ideas? Because people are crazy. That's yeah. what it is. That's just fucking annoying. Like that's one of the. Here, I'm going off on another rant again, but it's just 
Uh, it annoys me because I I see people as people, not as this fucking bullshit of because this is what the left always does. They divide people up by race and gender and sexual orientation. Stop it. Just stop it. We can acknowledge it. We can talk about, but stop dividing people up into these groups like that. Well, division sells. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. But you know, there's certain things of unity that do work, like na- you know, national unity or patriotism. We're all Americans, as Trump would say. We all bleed the same colors of patriotism, and it's like that—that's that, what it's about. That's it, you know. That's what you should be pushing for. But the left is, you know, gained a lot of support because they say Republicans are racist. Republicans hate you because you're brown. Republicans hate you because you're a woman. You know, Kavanaugh's a gang rapist. Trump's a racist. He hates, uh, you know, um, Mexicans. He called them rapists and murderers. And then that's how they, you know, try to brainwash minority groups and they've been successful at it you know and we need yeah. to change that tide that's why I like people like candace owens but now candace owens is a white supremacist that yep. dog whistled and gaslit a um, you know uh alt-right eco-fascist terrorist <laughs> it's fucking uh, clown world yeah man any what final thoughts I think that's about um, most of the stuff for the week. Oh, what about Michael Jackson? We never talked about that. Yeah, uh, I I watched a bit of it last night when I was wrapping up some stuff. Uh, I got like forty five minutes into the documentary uh, "Leaving Neverland," mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what to believe, but there's some stuff there that makes me uncomfortable. That's all I'll say. I because I haven't seen the full thing. I haven't I mean, seen both sides completely. So I watched it twice. Wow, that's long. It's like four hours, those two Uh, parts. Yeah. So I was like, well, there was one night where I couldn't sleep where I was just like, ah, screw it. (laughs) So, yeah, um, you know, happens. Sorry, sue me. So, so like, okay, so I'm torn because, like, like, as as a human being, you want to, like, you want to you still love MJ. Listen, you want to believe, yeah. like you want to believe people, but like the more you look at things, the more you see things, the more questions start coming. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and, and like so, so this dude. Uh, so I don't know about the other person. If I believe the, I. I'm I'm still undecided about the 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 other guy. I forget what 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 the one dude's name is, but the Wade Robeson, Robeson the dancer. Oh, the boy think, dancer, huh? The the little kid that dances yeah. with Michael. Yeah, yeah. I think he's full of shit. And really? I'm, so I, you, you know, I, that's just my opinion. I just I like I feel like so both of these kids, um, so both of these dudes, when Michael Jackson was going to court, mm-hmm. right. They lied under oh. oath. Right? What did they lie about, though? Say the, the um, if if indeed, let, let me just re- reset that. One. That's fair. If if Michael Jackson did indeed do what is being accused, right? Mm-hmm. Then then these grown men at the time, because at the time uh when the trial happened with the Michael Jackson trial they were like what 20 or something like that or like they're like grown men they lied on the stand and said oh he didn't he didn't molest us you whatever 
he's just a wonderful guy who does things for children, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Only until your career has kind of faded, your career has faded away, you got in financial problems, and after like a couple of years after Michael Jackson's already passed, now you want to sue the estate, right? You want to sue the estate, and it's not like you came clean. You didn't come clean like just to come clean. There was a fucking lawsuit tied to it. So like when I look at that, you can't help but have questions. You can't help it. Mm-hmm. The information's there. It's right there in front of you. You can't help but have questions. And then so it's like, well, who the fuck am I going to believe? And it's not like that's what I'm feeling. And and, and it's yeah. like at best, at at best, my opinion of Michael hasn't changed than before this thing came out. When I look at all of that, the end. The end opinion about Michael Jackson hasn't changed from before I watched it. Like it's like, well, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Who the fuck knows? That's good. That's not. We may never know. Right? The only thing I find very strange, and, I th- and this is documented, is that he hung around this young child a lot. Yeah. Like to me, that's a little weird. Oh, I mean, yeah, of course it's. Of and course I don't it's fucking know weird. why, because he it's could. Because well, Michael Jackson at the time I think didn't have a wife and didn't have kids. Maybe he was longing for that, or maybe he did have some fucked up. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm another, just another thing. I was because I was looking this up too. Um, the uh, the doctor, the doctor of Michael Jackson. Mm had had said and i don't know if this is true or not but he did say it was either in a book or an interview or something like that that michael jackson was chemically castrated at a younger age to keep his voice or whatever like okay childlike so like i i'm just saying like like i don't know i'm like look i mean it's like it's like we're never gonna know, and 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 another thing, right? So, so so a couple things I have, I have to say. One, Wade Robeson, if either way, this dude's a piece of shit. So, <laughs> either if it's true, if it's true, and Michael Jackson's a molester, then you lied under under. Under oath. Under oath. Yeah. And essentially and essentially allowed a pedophile to molest more children. Yeah. Which makes you a piece of shit. Yeah. And then and then if he didn't do it, then you're a liar and you're trying to smear somebody's name for money. Yeah. And that makes you a piece of shit too. Either way, either way this thing plays out, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) Right? It's a catch twenty two piece of yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. And and then and then and then second what fucking parent lets, lets their kids lets their kids go yeah. out. Like, oh, you wanna go to Neverland Ranch alone with this yeah. old fucking dude that has a history that has a history of being rumored to be touching little boys. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, go go ahead, go ahead, go I can see parents doing it, but at the same time I can't. You know? No, my yo, like what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, I know. That was my immediate thought too. One of the fucking 
I don't know if you did you watch it. Uh, how much of it did you watch? I was forty five minutes into. I think. Spoiler, <laughs> you like the dude, the dad, one of the dads killed himself. Oh, right. So, so uh, I guess I guess the one of the dads he had like a he had like mental health stuff going on or whatever, and like. And he tried to get, and, and I guess Michael tried to get Wade to Los Angeles because he was in Australia. Yeah. He was still in Australia. I was, I was at the Australia part. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, he had him go to Los Angeles and like dad kills himself, right? So you fucking, you, like you as a mother allowed this child to get molested and then your fucking husband you left your husband there wow. fucking you know wow. in his mental health weakness to to commit suicide like the whole thing is just it's I'm wondering, I I have to ask myself are there any innocent people in this fucking story yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I'm really I, it, the whole thing is fucked yeah, it really is. And I'm not coming out like at this like wanting to hate or love Michael Jackson at all. Like, look, Thriller's a great album. I, I love it. Yeah. And, you know, Billy Jean's a great song. Thriller's a great song. Beat's a great song. Okay. But I'm still gonna look at this for what it is, and I just don't know. That's and I know I haven't seen the whole documentary, but I just I don't know. Yeah, like no, and then and then Oprah. Okay, so Oprah had. I heard a, she had a thing. Yeah, she had a thing. Uh, where she had the two, where she had the two kids who were claim, or the the two guys that claimed he abused them, and then the director of this thing, and he was like, and she was like, she said something like, "It's time to let go of Michael Jackson," and like I'm like, uh, I'm like, look, so so the whole storyline puts me doesn't make put me any differently, like when I was like, okay, so there was accusations. So there was there was weird rumors being circulated. There's like like but but that's there's there were weird circulating rumors in two thousand and yeah three. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm not I mean that Nothing's doesn't change. Changed. Yeah, that doesn't fucking change. Yeah, and I'm like look that's not enough. You get you better give me something, especially when both of those people fucking lied. Okay, in a courtroom. When you lie in a courtroom, now you're going to need to give me something more than what the fuck you got. If you're going to ask me to put somebody, you know, because, yeah, weird proclivities and speculation do not equal guilt in this fucking country. Well, I mean, well, in the liberal, court of liberal <laughs> public opinion, yes. But, you know, you you have to be able to... You know, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. You gotta take it with a huge grain of fucking salt. And that's not enough. It's not enough for me. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more real news.